All right, welcome to episode two of TikTok. I'm Brandon here with Jimmy, as always. And today we would like to talk about diagnosis techniques that uh, have been used by doctors. And uh, we'll go through a checklist and see if Jimmy does in <laughs> fact have Tourette's. We'll see. So stick, stick around <laughs> and I hope you enjoy. Hi, Jimmy. How are you? I'm good, man. How are you doing? I'm, I'm pretty good. It's a beautiful day, so I'm excited about episode two. Hey, you told me you told me you were going to be on your patio today. You lied. I thought that maybe um, <laughs> maybe the 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 acoustics wouldn't be so great out there if some if dogs mm. went by and uh, started barking. So I decided to to move it in here. I thought you were just afraid of the cold. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> And and you, how are you doing? I'm good, really good. Um, today, this week has been been a good week for me. Not not a whole lot to complain about, especially in the realm of ticks. So that's good. That is good. So yeah. as I mentioned in the uh, in the intro, I have my my medical records from. Let me see what year it is from. Uh, and this so this was when I was diagnosed and. So it's it's March of 2011, right? Okay. Was when I was when I first went to the doctor about this, and um, and yeah, so March March 2000. Actually, actually, I went earlier. I went in January of 2009 was my first appointment. But anyway, so I got referred from that doctor uh, to. Uh, to a specialist and when I went to the specialist I went through a checklist with her of ticks and mm-hmm. uh, based on the checklist and my answers she was able to give me the diagnosis all right okay so how long did it take the diag- the the appointment probably mm-hmm. uh, probably an hour but you know we got into we got into other things as well um, but and and I know that I don't think we went through all of these ticks that are on the checklist because you know for like the complex vocal ticks section i know yeah. that i don't have any complex vocal ticks so i just mm-hmm. i just she asked me that at the beginning and i said no and so we just skipped that part but how um, do you um how do you define complex vocal ticks of course like speaking yeah so um, yelling we'll we'll get into it uh, obviously as we go through sure. the checklist but an example is uh, so one of these examples is using phrases such as oh boy shut up you know you're fat yeah. all right like just you know constantly saying yeah things like that um, yeah and listening back to I, I mean it's it's rare that people actually get to hear themselves speak for a long period of time and listening back to episode one, that's one thing that I was listening for uh, in my own speech was to see if there were any ticks that maybe I don't even know. The I only think. the only thing I could focus on was judging the absolute hell out of myself when I was sniffling. <laughs> oh yeah, but I mean that's that's like a tick. <laughs> it's part right? of that's my Tourette's. That's the whole point of the podcast. Yeah, that's a thing, and yeah. that's why you know if we were doing uh, a, a different podcast, maybe or we didn't you didn't know that you had to rest or something. Maybe we would edit that out, but I mm, think because, yeah. because of what we're doing, it's important to keep that stuff in. Yeah. Same with I agree. when I, you know, clear my throat or this or that, I think that it's important yeah. to keep it in. Yeah. I so, think it's funny. Even, even me, like I'm over here being a huge advocate for everything. And I still, I don't think it's ever going to go away. You're still going to judge yourself a little bit. On yeah. Threats. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, yeah. but it, I, but then I guess you could listen and realize that it's not so bad. Maybe not yeah. as bad as you think, because when I listened through, I only, if I was f- focusing on that, I could hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And the only way that that happened was because I was watching the audio spikes and every once in a while I would see one and I was, and I would wonder what's that. And then I would hear it. Yeah. Other than that, yeah. I would not even know. Yeah. Yeah. I would not even know it's there. So. I don't think you should be self-conscious about that one, but it's <laughs> yeah. easier said than done. No, it's, I know. it's easier said than done, and it's also just you're hypercritical when you're listening to yourself, right? Absolutely. I think, yeah. okay, so first of all, um, well, I, I, I want to say that 
anything that we talk about tonight, it's not uh, actual medical advice or even medical you know, guidance, but I think it's just a good tool maybe to um, for people to use to open up their ideas about. Well, I think this Tourette's is great. Imagine, imagine you hadn't been to a doctor yet. And right. then, you know, you, you're going to listen to basically me get diagnosed um, right. based on my current and past experiences and the qu- type of questions that you're going to be asked at a medical appointment. Right. Like, again, we're not doctors, but we've both been through this process. So, yeah, exactly. we can offer our experience. Exactly. And um, maybe if someone's listening and, you know, one of their kids they, has already been diagnosed with Tourette's and they don't think that maybe their other kid has it. Uh, until they hear some of these ticks, and then they then they see maybe that'll mm-hmm. that'll. Uh, spark, you know what I think this is going to do? What this is going to open the floor for, in my mind too. But I pretty much said universally, um, pretty much anything you can think of can be a tick. Yeah, pretty much any like really anything you can think yeah, of can absolutely. be a tick. There's no there's no like pattern. Or, or wavelength that you can that you can track or follow. So this is gonna like I know I've known people with ticks in their toes. You've mm-hmm. had ticks in your ears, mm-hmm. like and everywhere in between. And if there's everyone has their own, you can catch them from other people. You can catch them from people who don't have Tourette. So it's, I think it's a good thing. It's like this list is probably gonna be expansive, and mm-hmm. I think you could even say that the list of ticks is pretty well whatever you can do with your body it can be a tick. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of where, how I wanted to start this, uh, this diagnosis, uh, project out by saying that, um, to, in order for it to actually be Tourette syndrome, the, uh, the CDC says that, um, you have to have two or more motor ticks, uh, like blinking or shrugging the shoulders, um, Mm -hmm. and, and at least one vocal tick, and mm-hmm. those have to be that's interesting and you have to have had those um like ongoing for at least a year mm-hmm. right otherwise yeah um you would probably just be diagnosed with like a tick disorder or something yeah not necessarily Tourette's if they if they come and go um if they come and go throughout the year um and you yeah. don't experience them ongoing uh then i don't think it's actually considered Tourette's so i think that's important mm-hmm. also to to note before we get into this because that's how we'll we'll use this checklist to uh to diagnose you right i would imagine a lot of the things that quote unquote cure people with tick disorders are the same things that help people with Tourette's not cure obviously but like physical activity yeah you know what i mean eating healthy sleep i'm sure i'm sure i don't know that i mean i don't know that uh for sure that tick disorder is caused by the same thing that Tourette's is like, I imagine that they're similar or that they're um, maybe Tourette's is just more intense. And so that's why it's so ongoing or something, but I'm not, right. can't be certain of that. I, I don't think, know. yeah, I don't I think know. Tourette's is probably like a threshold. Yeah, exactly. You know, once you get above a certain level of getting A plus in ticking, that's when you graduate to <laughs> that, That's Tourette's. right. That's right. All right, Jimmy. So you come into my office today um to find out if you have Tourette's syndrome and this seems to me like what you were saying last week uh that you went through pretty extensive testing yeah Uh, mine like i said it was just this so i think mine probably had to do with the fact that i was very young when i got diagnosed with it like i went to kit children's hospital you know you were pretty much proven to be a functional like you went to university, you had existed up until that point, you know? Right. Yeah. Maybe they wanted to rule, like we said, rule out some things for you. Yeah, Whereas exactly. for me, it was uh, pretty much once I, cause I, as I, even as I look at my, my medical notes, when I first went in for my appointment and I told her what was going on, they put a note in there, Tourette's, like without even, <laughs> without even sending me to the specialist yet. Um, wow. and, and then in the referral letter, it says, you know, please take a look at this, at this gentleman, um, suspect Tourette's. So it was pretty much already decided, I think, before I went, yeah. in, but it had to be official. Yeah. So, okay. So here we go. So we'll start out with the, uh, 
the headline on this checklist and it says it says Tourette syndrome. So no it's they say Tourette syndrome, where we say Tourette's syndrome. I think like we said last week, that can go either way. It's I think it's yeah. more more of a preference, but um yeah. Tourette syndrome is a neurological or neurochemical disorder characterized by tics, which are involuntary, rapid, sudden movements or vocalizations that occur repeatedly at irregular intervals. We we could break that down, but I don't. I think it's pretty much pretty, pretty straightforward. It's pretty straightforward. All right. So we're going to start with the. I'm going to bring up my my notes here, and I'm going to just to make sure that uh, we can keep a record of your answers. And uh, okay, here we go. I'm ready. You're ready. All right. Simple motor tics. These are uh, sudden, meaningless movements of individual muscle groups. Okay. So over the past year, have you experienced eye blinking? Yes. And in the in the last week, has that been present? Yes. Okay. And what would the intensity be, or or the obviousness, you know, of people noticing or Is you it a noticing? Scale scale one to five. Yeah. One being not intense or obvious. Five being profound level of intensity. Okay, so that's pretty intense. And is it disruptive um, or impairing? And that's also a one to five scale. One. One, so not disruptive. Okay. Next. Okay, so. I will add currently. Right, so I'm sure the intensity kind of varies. Yes. Depending on stress levels. uh, Yes, and, and when I was much younger, I would do like, say, 100 aggressive blinks in a row whereas now it might be two yeah that that would be that's my most intense too and even in in my um test here in my checklist i see that disruptive and impairing is circled a couple times um and that was one because that was one of the reasons i went in in the first place um okay let's go on uh facial grimacing yes over the past year Yes. And over the past week? Yes. And the intensity? What about the last minute? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Intensity? Uh, two. And um, disruptive? Two. Okay. Nose twitching. See, this is one that I told you about that I did, and I got called yeah. Miss Piggy or whatever. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Okay. Uh, in the last week. That's horrible. Uh, yes. Okay. So I'm, I'm and in the past then, um, in the intensity. One. And disruptive. One. Okay. So like I said, there's a, there's a lot of these we're gonna go through, and um, mm-hmm. maybe I'll just uh, maybe I'll. Kind I don't of, think there's any trouble in going deep. Okay. I think you should just go go through them all because it's this is the like I'm just imagining if I was if I had this when I was like nine years old and my mom my mom sat down with me and went through this yeah I agree you know what I mean I agree yeah I think okay if you're yeah I don't think it'd be too tedious because people will listen and wonder what the next yeah. thing is so um, this yeah. is okay so this is one this is the first one on my checklist that I that wasn't checked off for me okay. so uh, lip pouting. No. No lip pouting. No. Okay. Uh, shoulder sh- shrugging. No. No shoulder shrugging. Okay. No shoulder shrugging. That's one that I struggle with still. I do. I do. Well, I do this. Let me see. Um, Maybe that's kind of a shoulder shrug. Yeah. That, that, I, I, yeah. Raise, I, ra- I raise my chest up and yeah, that's my shoulders exactly. back. Yeah. Yeah. Pull them back. I thought it meant like this. Yeah. yeah. I think it could be I either. would say then... Yeah, I, I would say shoulder shrugging. Then. I think we'll go with that. Yes, and uh, so that's yeah. obviously in the past year. And what's the intensity? One. And disruptive. One. 
Okay. Arm or head jerking? In the past year? Yeah. No. Okay. And I, I think it's the previously past... in my life. Yeah. Yes. And I think the past year part, like we said, is important because um, if you only demonstrated, um, you know, two of these things, uh, and but but they haven't been for a year, then they would change their diagnosis. I mean, going yeah. on, uh, you know, I, I hate to break it to you, but so far it's looking like you might have Tourette's. Yeah, I think so. Maybe. <laughs> but, Maybe. But, okay, uh, but we'll wait until the end to find out. Uh, abdominal. Doctors don't usually reveal their diagnoses before <laughs> That's right. before the test is over, but good thing you know the doctor. Right? That's right. Abdominal um, tensing, like flexing your abs, and not just to be not when you're at the yep. beach. Yeah. Yep. For sure. Okay. And um, what's the intensity? One. However, this was entirely debilitating when I was going through high school. Really? So okay. just just to note, just to note, like side note for people, when I was going through high school, I would stop breathing for thirty seconds at a time. Sometimes, like just a constant contraction. Wow. Mm -hmm. But no, now it's about a one and a one. Okay, I'll say five in the past, but yeah. Okay, so just a very light tense now. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Uh, kicking. No. Um, finger movements. Yep. And the intensity? A two. And is it debilitating? No. Another thing, though, I used to do this. I used to stretch, basically, if you can't, if you're just listening, I'm stretching all of my fingers out as much as I possibly can. And that's what I used to do as a tick. Another one when I was younger, I would yeah. do that over and over again. Yeah. That one's one of those ones that uh, feels really good to do. <laughs> yeah. If I'm not yeah. going to lie. That's a good, totally. That feels, it feels like a Like stretching relief. or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Moving on. Finger movements. Uh, so jaw snapping. So no, not now. And so mine is in the past. Yes. My uh, the word snapping is crossed out, and the doctor wrote in opening, because I always do. Yeah. I do a jaw yeah. opening. So how about jaw opening? I would do snapping okay. when I was younger, but not like a no, like a crack kind of. So just like this, like I basically just like I oh, open my jaw it? and then click it. Yeah, oh, okay. click it. I guess. Okay. Yeah. That uh, was quite painful. Uh, oh yeah, all, that's probably bad younger. for your, bad for your teeth. Um, yeah, and it and it gets um it gets these muscles sore. Yeah, that's like mine right now when I I do my jaw opening or yeah like cranking like that. It can be it can get yeah. sore. It can get yeah. exhausting. Uh, frowning. No. No frowning. I never did that. Me neither. Um, knuckle cracking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and you still do that now. Yeah. And how intense is it? One. So it's probably not debilitating then? No. Um, how about uh, tensing any other parts of your body? Yep. And what's the intensity of that? Hmm. A two. And is it debilitating? No, it's a one there. Again, that was one of those things when I was much younger, I would pretty much go through my upper like neck all the way to my feet in terms of tensing my body. Like, yeah, you know, your muscles. That's a there. lot. My yeah. legs, I used to do it a lot with my legs, like my, uh, and my, my biceps and stuff, my chest. You know that thing they tell people to, like if you want to calm yourself down before bed, what you do is like first you lightly tense your your neck and then your left arm and then your left hand and then, like you go down this checklist right, and it's right. supposed to kind of relax you well that tick i tried doing that because i wasn't able to sleep and my doctor said like hey try this is an exercise you can try and do 
and it brought on a tick. He developed it. So tick. like, yeah. So I developed like this thing where I would tense every, and it was like a real intense um, tensing of the muscles. Yeah, that sucks. That it was like <laughs> supposed to do the op- have the opposite <laughs> effect. Yeah, it was uh, kind of funny. Do you have any rapid jerking of any part of the body? Not in the last year. Not in the last six years. Okay. And uh, so what about any other ticks that you would like to uh, note? Yep, for sure sniffling. Um, yep. Sniffling. And it's not just like a regular sniffle. It's more of like, it's almost like a grimace and a, a sniffle at the same time. Mm-hmm. Where I, I contort my face to the side, basically. And mm-hmm. do a sniffle like that. So that like i said has been with me forever um i do it's honestly hard for me to even remember what's a tick and what's not a tick sometimes you know what i mean like i do so many little things like just just then on the in between words sometimes i go like this which is like a little uh, it looks like a strange like a joker smile or something where like i'm I'm grimacing backwards right right and and that I that I'm able to do in between words. So really a lot quick. of times people don't like I don't pick up on it, and people don't even pick up on it. So I forget about it. I crack my neck. Um, I roll my eyes into my head, like st- all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Where it's like these minor little most. That's the majority of my Tourette's now. It's all of it really is like very minor things that I don't really notice very much. Yeah. Um, but when I was younger, you can basically take every one of these ticks and turn the intensity up to to five and the debilitating level up to like four or five. Yeah, and that's like me too. And, you know, I actually, I'm doing some research on it. Most, it seems like most uh, kids who are diagnosed with Tourette's at a younger age, um, they most kids grow out of it. Yeah, um, as they, or as they really learn to manage it. Yeah, and it seems like, it, you know, it can just kind of, go away over time I, I don't think that like for you or i like i think we're stuck with it <laughs> at this point yeah. but yeah. you know as you get into adolescence and if it, it can start to go away i think um for some cases from what so I've re- in for, essence what i read I, I feel as if i've grown out of it in the sense that it's no longer even remotely debilitating for me yeah yeah like it's that's or disruptive like, yeah i mean um yeah, it's not uh, it's not really a part of my life that I constantly think about anymore all day, like I used to. Right? It's it's just or uh, even the way I the way I think about it is just totally changed. Right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. that's good. Um, I think that's the goal, really. If it is, that's where everyone would want to be. So we still have a few more to get through here, um, but this is now. Uh, we're moving on to complex motor ticks. Okay. Um, so hopping. No. Um, touching objects. I had that when I was younger. Yeah, not now though. Uh, throwing things. No. Twirling. No. Bending. Yep. Um, and is that intense? No, no, I don't have it now. But it was something okay. I've done in the past. Yeah, no, I don't have it now. Sorry. Uh, well, dis- I don't know. Like you see me doing this all the time. I'm always doing that. Yeah, yeah. That could also be because of my back. back. <laughs> like I, I have a yeah. bit of a disc issue going on, so I could be doing that. But, but I mean, like we talked about last week, uh, the, the pain in your back could kind of spark a tick to, you'll, you'll, you know, try to push yep. it till it hurts and that can, you can develop that into a tick. Yep. Yeah. I really, that's one that I have to kind of fight sometimes is the urge to do this. It's like a tensing of this muscle in my back that causes pain. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what about uh biting your mouth your lip or your arm yeah 
I had that. Uh, obviously, yeah, I don't have it now. Mm-hmm. But it, that was something that basically, remember, I, I told you last week in our podcast that um, I used to, or I, I dropped out in, yeah. of high school in about grade 10. That was largely due to this one tick that I had where I would stick out my tongue and bite and like scrape my tongue. Oh, wow. Um, so I basically couldn't eat solid food for months. Like I would just have smoothies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I was, you know, 14, 15 years old at that time. And that would happen at the cafeteria right? in school. So I was just getting constantly just so embarrassed all the time. Sure. Yeah. And, um, so when I was getting treatment for Tourette's, that was one thing that was a major thing for me. Like, I really want to stop doing this tick because it's totally debilitating when so, it happened. So you felt like with your doctor, when you could focus on specific ticks, um, you were able to manage them better? Like if you focus specifically on one or how did that? Honestly, away? no, no, I just, I just, I just, I would bring it up and basically if my ticks were getting really bad, they would switch my medication. Mm-hmm. And that was about the, the extent of it, to be honest with you. Uh, okay. Let's go on to head banging. No. Uh, rolling your eyes upwards or to the side. Yes. And is that intense? No. Not now. Okay. And not debilitating. When I was not debilitating, but again, going through the heyday of my Tourette's, it was both intense and debilitating. It would be constant headaches because of it and stuff like that. Yeah, that was my problem too. Uh, One of the main reasons I went into the doctor in the first place because I was getting such bad headaches around exam time and I didn't know why and I couldn't control that. So yeah, I just wanted my headaches to go away. Um, yeah. Do you make funny facial expressions? Yep. And are they debilitating? No. Uh, so do you kiss objects? No. Or do you just make a kissing motion, like a, like a, the sound? No. No. Never done that. Yeah. Me neither, but it's, uh, it's on the list. Must be so. common. Yeah. Uh, pinching. Pinching yourself or pinching your fingers? When I was younger, yes. Not now. Okay. Um, pulling back on a pencil when writing. I don't really know what they mean by that. Like. Wow. Okay. I have a pencil. Does it mean like... Pulling... You know what? I did used to do that. What's that? I used to break pencils. Okay. Uh, when I was writing... Like, you know, I have, a, I have a pad here for those who are just listening. I have a pencil and I would either pull, like try and, oh, and try snap to bump it, it. Yeah. Or, or push into the, into the paper. I just kind of broke my pencil. Okay. Um, but I, that's funny that I used to break pencils. I used to go through a pencil a day at school yeah. when I was young. That's, uh, now that I think back to it, when you mentioned like pushing down and breaking it on purpose, I used to do that quite often too. I would sharpen it just to break it. Um, I've never um, even thought about that as a tick until yeah, you just mentioned it. Me neither. That's uh, that might have been crazy. my first tick because I used to do that, and I'm, I have memories of teachers getting upset at me because I was so young, but I did it relentlessly all the time. Yeah, and like teachers wouldn't know how to deal with that. Of they course would not. Probably think you're just acting no. out or doing it on purpose. Um, and I very well could have been too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so this one, uh, sorry if I don't pronounce it correctly, um, copropaxia, copropaxia, which is making obscene gestures such as giving the finger. No. Okay, how about echopraxia? And this is imitating gestures or movements of other people. Yep. Yeah. When I was younger, I definitely had that. Even a little bit now, like as we talk about this and as you bring up a tick or when I watch you do a tick, mm-hmm. just then it makes me want to do a mm-hmm. tick, right? So like you, 
there'd be when you said pinching mm-hmm. i was my hands are behind my back and i was like pressing into my hand and i was like oh it's funny and and yeah. just and that, what about you do you deal with that yeah i mean that was like last week when you were mentioning the head the head uh backwards yeah tick. and yeah. i started doing that i've been doing it all week uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh uh, yeah, oh, I, I mean that's like what, like what you were saying, how you can catch it, uh, catch a tick from somebody, or I think that's echopraxia. If you ever need to know that in the future. Interesting. Um, okay, so now we're moving on to the vocal ticks. Uh, there's not okay. as, there's not as many. Um, they are also broken down into simple or complex, and so we'll start with uh, simple ticks, which. They have here listed as a meaningless sound. Okay, so uh, throat clearing. Yes. Okay. Um, and that, to this day. Yeah, and often. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what about coughing? And that's one that's strange too, because I think that if I cough, I'm just coughing because I have to cough. Um, yeah. It might not be the case though. I don't know. Yeah. So I think it depends on how much you do it. I don't do uh, coughing really anymore but when i was younger i would combine throat clearing and coughing and i'd be doing it year round mm-hmm. not sick sick you know what i mean so right my, right. That, my dad did that too actually my okay. dad my dad had this and he had uh blinking okay but he was never diagnosed okay maybe we should you should run this checklist by him and yeah. see how it goes um so what about spitting um not now I don't spit, but yeah, like some, again, when I was younger, I used to for sure. Sometimes, like yes, last night I, I was brushing my teeth uh, before bedtime, and for some reason, I yeah, I just kept spitting. Like I couldn't, I, I couldn't stop. Like I felt like I just had to keep going. It was weird. Really, it was weird. Yeah, huh. um, that doesn't happen. Okay, uh, screeching. No. Barking. No. Grunting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so not again. I'm answering on behalf of myself when I was younger as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that was something that was major. That was my biggest vocal tick, and it was a little bit disruptive too. It was like a four on disruption oh, scale because wow. it would socially completely and in class, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I was. I would go like, like, I can't even. You don't like, have ah, to. You don't that, have. You know. That's you, what I would do. Some of these you don't have to do because we don't want to start yeah. up anything new. That, that no, I, I don't. I don't imagine. Yeah, even now, like you'd be able to tell pretty much right away. I don't uh, experience pretty much any vocal okay. tics anymore. Okay. Um, just, just like sniffling, if you can consider that. You know, it's audible for sure. But when I was twelve or thirteen, that's what I. That's what. That was my tick. Right. Right. Um, so, grunting, gurgling. No. Clacking. I wish I had a. I wish we had like an audible for every one of these ticks because oh, that man. would help. I mean, I could show you some of these, <laughs> but I'm not going to. What is like clacking? Like, like that. Clacking your tongue, I think. Uh, oh yes. Or like totally. Or like yeah. Oh yeah. Doing it sound like I that. did that a ton back in the day. Back when I was younger, I would do that all the time. Yeah, that's one that yeah. I that I do. Um, I yeah. try to keep it as quiet as possible. No one really knows about that <laughs> one. Uh, whistling. Nope. But you. Yeah, that's one that I have uh, still. Hissing. So what is it? What, Sorry. What is the whistling? You just whistle songs. Yeah. What? Yeah. I'll turn it into songs. Um, yeah. I'll catch myself just whistling. <laughs> I mean, it, I'm a good whistler now, but um, yeah, I mean, it's not That's just plus. it's not just random whistles. It's actually songs that I'll turn it into, I guess, without even mm. realizing it. Yeah. Or if there's a song on the radio, I can whistle along to that. Um, hissing. Yeah. I think I've even done it maybe a couple times in the last year, but it'll be something weird. Like I'll catch it for a minute and then it'll go away. But okay. that's one thing that I did a lot when I was younger. Okay. Um, 
Can I sidebar you for a second here? Yeah. Is am I correct in saying that you can? I've heard that you can only get diagnosed with Tourette's. So this was not the case for you, I don't think. But you can only get diagnosed before you're 18. They don't diagnose well, people older than 18. Oh, what? Really? Like that's that's. I think I've heard some people at the chapter talking about that, and definitely at our support group meetings. There's uh, one girl. And the doctors wouldn't give her a diagnosis, but like she obviously has it. So mine was, um, according to these records, I was, uh, it says 19. I was 19. So I wonder, I wonder if they did that with you because you're basically 18. <laughs> Not a whole lot different than you when you're 19. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, I guess, or because looking at my notes here like when they're asking me these questions i i tell them that it's been since i was 10 years old like yeah. it's not it's not like it's yeah. something that just started up when i was 19 maybe that's mm. the difference maybe that's what it is it was yeah. going on since since i was 10 um you know i'm I, in this report in 2009 i'm complaining about uh motor tics getting worse eye blinking jaw clenching squinting getting in the way of my sleep noticeable to friends they ask me what's wrong i have yeah. uh, vocal tics and the inc the tics are increasing with stress such as homework and tests um and then she yeah she goes on to mild tourette syndrome but current exacerbation um okay and so we uh talked last week about my medication and it looks like it is called Dixer Dixerit hmm. is what they gave me hmm. uh, and then she said uh, potential comorbidity ADHD OCD uh, yeah etc so and that's that's very 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 common yeah Tourette's and those things are like two peas in a pod, you know? Yeah, exactly. And that mine has been, unfortunately, has gotten worse over the years. The OCD, um, not so much ADHD, but OCD has, has oh, gotten, really? gotten worse, yeah, as I get older and specifically during COVID. Wow. Yeah. With what, if you don't mind? Uh, it's with COVID. I mean, it's been like uh, weird things, like people in the grocery store going down the aisle the wrong way just mm. like drives like drives me it gives me this such an anxiety like yeah weird feeling um but then other things just like strange things like if i'm uh hooking up my bluetooth speakers for example or my bluetooth headphones yeah. if they yeah. get if they if they aren't like in my ears like the exact same right way like i'll have to put them in a hundred times oh. I, I, i'm washing my hands now i think because of covid but i'll wash yeah. my hands like constantly it's always on my wow. mind it's always on my mind to wash my hands yeah wow that was it's not something i experienced ocd anymore when i was a kid much so but not not now and I, you know, I did this, I got this, I went to the dentist and they told me about this, uh, you know, like you can get like a flosser that, um, mm -hmm. it's like a water pick, like you use it in the shower and it just, it, it shoots really strong water into your teeth and it's yeah. like, it, it like in a, you know, to help with flossing instead of using yeah. floss. Um, but now I just want to use that thing all the time. Like I use it four, t four times a day. Like, and I, really? and I don't know that that's healthy, but. So can you explain, is it like an urge, like Tourette syndrome? Yeah, exactly. Or is it... yeah. Well, it can be like uh, an urge, but it can also be just something that's like really ir an irritant, something that feels really, like I'm really irritated by certain things for right. an unexplainable reason. Like, I don't know why I get so annoyed, right? It's, yeah. I know that it's yeah. happening, but I don't know why. So that's what I've been yeah. experiencing. I talked to my my psychologist about that uh recently and so we'll start to work on it i don't know what we'll do but when i yeah. when i hear about the hmm. treatments for that we'll definitely pass yeah, it we'll along. talk about it yeah um, my biggest comorbidity with tourette's is the add and adhd okay that's why all all my jobs are very active like i'm very generally physically active you know, even you see me like I'm, I'm at a standing desk right now, I'm bouncing mm -hmm. around all the time. 
I need to be moving, okay. you know? Yeah. And so desk work and, and I are not best friends. Okay. You know, mm -hmm. yeah, same as studying, and which is another thing I wanted to pick your brain about at some point. Well, that could have been a problem. Uh, one of the issues with you in high school uh, about why you felt like you had to drop out, like along with the, the ticks, maybe you just oh, really totally, also yeah. hated school in general just because I, you couldn't focus. I, I would sit down. So one of the good things about the alternate program that I went to after I dropped out, I took a, a little bit of time off and then I, I, um, and I didn't really drop out. It was more of like a, a meeting with my, my guidance counselors and say like, Hey, let's find something different for you. So I shouldn't right. say that I just cold dropped out. You left, you left Probably. your school though. And to go to yeah. a different and school. And it was, it was like a collaborative kind of effort. Mm -hmm. Um, and at the other school, I stood up all the time and I could get up and walk around. So now like I, I went through college, um, when I was 18 and then again, when I was 23, when I was 18, I didn't get good grades at all. I got like C's and, and B's and um, didn't feel like I was, you know, able to really learn the material. And I went back for a trade um, and it was very active, but also I would just stand up in class, straight up, just stand up all the time. And I had these tactics for, for learning for myself. And then I, I friggin' did the best I've ever done in school. Got on the Dean's Honors list. I like studied very hard i was able to study and really learn the material and i think that was learning having to f learn myself how mm -hmm. i learn and how tourette's affects my learning and add affects my learning yeah, yeah. um i wish i would have learned that sooner yeah it, it makes a big difference <laughs> for sure yeah for sure um yeah and it's just it's just part of the the process, I guess that's the same thing happened to me, right? My grades were terrible. Uh, but then once I started working with my doctor on, on treatment and management, then I was able to, you know, get A's again. Yeah. Um, well, okay. So I, one of the things that I wrote down to talk to you about was how, how did you manage studying? How did you manage studying? I didn't study. Um, yeah, that you know, in school, in in university, uh, I went to all my classes and just tried to, you know, I would read the material that they assigned. I didn't and, really mean studying. I mean, like, how did you manage your education oh, with yeah. the with your conditions? It was very hard because around exam time, like I said, I, you know, all these things would start to happen because of my stress and. I just thought that that was the way that uh, everybody would have to deal with it. So I just went in, you know, went into the exam, tried my best, but because of yeah. the stress and stuff, I was always tired. I, uh, during exams, right. I would start to have tick outbursts because of the stress. And yeah. so, you know, sometimes I would run out of time. Sometimes I would just try to go as fast as possible before any, yeah. before any ticks started to happen. So I could just hand in yeah. an exam and leave. Um, yep those those kind of things and so my grades yeah they were they suffered because of that right um and luckily you know now like they my grades the you can't change the past they're there but um yeah different study techniques uh, that i've been using for my lsat tests like uh, i was able to get a really good score on that to, ba yeah. to balance out the the crappy um gpa marks that i got this can be something that we touch on in, in almost a different, because it's almost like a whole other beast for think, us to talk about. I think so. I think focus should, techniques and stuff like that. Yeah. So we'll save it. Yeah, I agree. I think that's a good, good, uh, could be on its own episode for sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to finish up here. We've just got a few more to go through. Um, and then we can give you your diagnosis. <laughs> um, so complex vocal tics. Uh, and these are the ones that I didn't have any of when I was mm -hmm. going through this with my doctor. So uh, phrases such as, oh boy, shut up, you know, you're fat, all right, what's that? And so I guess it would be constantly saying those things. Um, no. Like, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, you know? Mm -hmm. Or saying, like what I just said, you know. Um, saying, yeah. saying you know after everything. Um, right. I think could be what they're talking about there. Yeah, that is not something I've ever experienced. Yeah, I don't think I, I say, you know, but
but I don't think it's a tick. I think it's more of just a, a habit that I've developed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Complex respiratory patterns. So I guess that would be focusing on your like breathing uh, heavily or, you know, strangely. No. Okay. Uh, speech atyp atypical atyp. <laughs> this is a hard, weird word. Atypicality. Atyp atypicality. Okay. Sorry about what that. What does that even mean? Uh, I don't know. Oh, it says such as speaking in unusual rhythms, tones, loudness, or rapidly. Hmm. I don't know how I don't, to describe I've never, that. I've never had that, but I did used to. I'll, I'll just I'll bring it into the middle of a sentence here. I would do that. Yeah, so, that's probably. And, and I would like I would, um, I would also grunt in the middle of a sentence. Like so, I'd be talking, and then and then all of a sudden it would that would happen. Okay. Um, that would probably that was qualify probably that, right. I would say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, stuttering. I or if someone if somebody's voice would crack. I would want to make my voice crack. Okay. That used to happen too. So like 13, yeah. 14, my voice was cracking <laughs> way more than everybody else's. Right, right. Just like a prolonged <laughs> puberty you went through. Yeah. yeah. Um, stuttering? No. No, I know that yeah, that one seems to be really common. And maybe not, yeah. maybe when it's like, when, if there's a stutter, the parents might think that it's speech related and maybe not associated with uh, like Tourette's they might yeah. they might seek the wrong help for that to be honest um, here's what I think about that I think stutter's the wrong word mm -hmm. I think you get caught on a on a syllable or that you like, like to say the same that you like to say that, or yeah like the same way that doing this with your fingers stretching out your fingers is feels good yeah I think the same thing exists with people who have more severe vocal tics yeah. this is not something but the grunting, for instance, you could almost interpret that as a syllable. And I would say that and just like, it would feel good to, to, to do that yeah. back in the day. Yeah. And I think that's probably what happens with people with threats. If they like saying the, 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 and they like that syllable. Yeah, more. And their threats is so. More so than them uh, struggling to say a word or, or whatever might happen yeah. with, the, with a speech right. issue. It's not. Right. It's not a speech impediment. It's it's a tick. It's like specifically. <laughs> What's a tick. crazy yeah. is it. It probably it's probably the exact same criteria. Yeah. But I think, I think that stutter is almost the wrong word because when I think of stutter, I think of somebody who, exactly, is a speech impediment and they they actually can't say it. Mm -hmm. But this Whereas is more intentional. It, it seems like a tick. I think of a tick as more intentional. Where yeah, you know, obviously you can't really control it but you do it because it feels good not um, yeah. just because you can't get the word out i don't like i said we're not doctors but that's how i look at it too we're not doctors yeah but but i think no yeah we're definitely i'm not i'm not over here saying this is for this is factual but i think also it's really easy to get caught up in in definitions and like mm -hmm. anecdotally i can tell you that's exactly how when yes. I would get caught on a syllable, that's exactly how I would describe it. It was like literally like friction mm -hmm. and like it's I just want to say the thing because it feels good. Yeah. Not not friction because I can't say it. Exactly. Um, and then, of course, there's the what, what, you said it last uh, last episode. Corporalia. Cor yes. Corporalia, which or is caprolalia. Um, cop coprolalia. Um, okay. Obscene, aggressive, or otherwise socially unacceptable words and phrases, which is what. Uh, so this is the thing, right? When people think of Tourette's, they think of that. And yeah. as we just went through, there's, you know, fifty other things that are more common than yeah. this. And but this is the one that everyone thinks of. So uh, I, I don't think that you have that or have experienced no. that. I I've never. I certainly that. haven't. And then there's a there's a, there's deeper ones, um, palilalia, palilalia, mm -hmm. which is repeating um, your words or parts of words, and probably like okay. we just said because it feels good to to hear it or to say it. And then uh, echo echolalia, which is repeating sounds 
or words of uh, other people. So, so yeah, I would have, I, I definitely used to have echolalia. Mm-hmm. I think I've probably grown out of it, but that right. was something that I had. So that's the end of that checklist, the diagnosis, uh, diagnostic checklist. And what do you think? Well, I think that based on what I said at the beginning of the episode, two or more motor ticks, uh, one, <laughs> one vocal tick, um, for yeah. over a year, I think that it's safe to say that your diagnosis, um, is, is Tourette syndrome. I think that, yeah. uh, I think that you were correctly diagnosed, I guess, when you were, when you were originally diagnosed, that seems, seems accurate. So I think I would get diagnosed even now. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think so too. So, yeah. So so that is, uh, that's the diagnosis, uh, for Jimmy. And I hope that the, uh, the checklist is useful for people who uh, might not have been aware of some of those ticks. Um, I, that, does a, that did a great job of, of showing how universal it is. I think like so how too. many yeah. how many things there, there are. In addition, there's things that we never even that I didn't even think about the pencil cracking. Right, exactly, and same with and me then, with my snapping my knuckles and stuff. I just thought that yeah. that's what I did. Do you crack your knuckles a lot? My thumbs, yeah. I always snap them constantly. I just did it. Yeah. Um, anytime that I can, right? Because sometimes once I do it, now I can't do it because there's no yeah they won't snap right but no air left or whatever um so i guess we should wrap this one up uh so that we don't go on too long but as always uh any you know tiktok questions at gmail.com send an email about uh your thoughts about our episode um any questions you ideas for episodes ideas anything you want to talk about if you if you know somebody who would be an interesting guest on the show We'd love to hear about that too, so we can reach out. Um, yep. Jimmy, do you have any anything to add? I got nothing for you, pal. Thanks for doing that. Hey, yeah, thanks. Uh, that was a good talk, and uh, we'll get together next time. Until next time. Thanks. Thanks.